Well, happy Independence Day if you're here in the United States of America. It is the 4th of July, so I thought I would have my husband on with me to discuss the deeper freedom that we have, which is through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, he came to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free. And we can know scriptures, but do we really experience those freedom realities where we have hope and joy and peace in our everyday life? So my husband joins me to discuss that. So grab a pen and paper if you want, or just listen in. Join our conversation as we discuss our freedom in Christ. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. Well, for the month of July, we are going to be talking about freedom and how do you break free of the lies and any bondage that you might be experiencing in your emotions, in your mental state. And, you know, for so long, my husband and I were both enslaved with the, um, limiting beliefs and wrong mindsets. And it wasn't until we reprogrammed the way we think to align with God's word, did we start to experience the freedom that Christ died to give us. So let's talk, Fred, about how do we experience freedom in our emotions, in our mind, in our body, and just really live the life, that abundant life that is in Christ. Well, I, I think you just nailed it right there, Lori, in a, in a very, in, in one quick sentence, uh, emotions in your mind and in your body, physical, uh, mental, uh, you know, I, I, those are the areas where for the most part, we become enslaved to, 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 to things and, 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 you know, be their bad behaviors or, or, uh, systems enslaved to systems really. And, and that keep us, keep us oppressed and, and, and um, and uh, it really hold us down and keep us from really fulfilling, allow, keep us fulfilling who we are, walking in our identity, but but um, uh, really 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 paralyzing us in a lot of cases. Then and and with with what comes with that is you know, and you and I talk so frequently about is loss of hope, you know, loss of hope for people and they're struggling with a physical ailment, lack of hope for people that struggle with a a mental issue or lack of hope that of, of people that struggle with a, a an addiction or something. And, and these are all different, different elements that enslave people in, and, and, um, and, uh, you know, it, it really to, to, to walk out of that, to come out of that, you, you really have to embrace the fullness and totality of, of the ministry of Jesus and, and what he did and, and why he came and under, you have to understand the, the, his his purpose and his mission and and that's the first step in in, in moving toward a, a, a freedom filled life. Yeah, and you know we can read the scriptures because there's several scriptures about um, the freedom in Christ and and again it's freedom in Christ and that's a big difference from just experiencing freedom. You know uh, it says now the Lord is spirit and where the spirit of of the Lord is there is freedom, and that. Um, you know, if, if the sun sets you free, you'll be free. Indeed, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So we can have all these scriptures in the back of our head, or we've memorized them, but how do we walk that out? How do we really experience 
the joy of the Lord is our strength, that freedom and victory to know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. How do you, how, what would you say to the, the listener that is struggling with hope or is struggling with an addiction and that they want to change, but they just feel like they're going around that same mountain over and over again? Well, I think, you know, another, I think really gets down to two, two, um, two, under, two, two major um, issues that you have to receive it. You have to believe it, that all things are possible being in Christ, that his promises, all things are possible for those who what believe. So you have to believe it and you have to receive it. And, and when you're in Christ, that avails that to those two things. Now, you can have all the head knowledge you want. You can have all the, um, you can know the scriptures um, up and down, front ways, back way, backwards. And you can know all these things, and it's really just intellectual head knowledge until you have a, until you actually really believe it and receive it as your own, and then choose to walk in it in relationship with Christ. And that, Laura, is in my mind is really the only way that that that, that you can that you can move from a, a position of being enslaved to something to to actually walking in freedom. It's got to be in a relational relational um in a relational response to to his finished work yeah and that's a a great point and it's that relationship and i know that whenever we start to think about um the duties and the performance that legalism tries to put on us and i know that's where we were for a lot of years in our early christian journey was we were so focused on sin and performance and you know, I think of Galatians 5.1, and it says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, sorry, stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. And it's that key is that Christ has made us free. You know, in our born again spirit, we have the spirit of God living inside of us when we accept Jesus as our Lord and savior and how that has to get worked out is by reprogramming the way we think, renewing our mind, but establishing our hearts in the truth of what Jesus has done for us, his performance. And then it does require taking a stand. So when um, those thoughts are battling, when you're, whether you're dealing with an addiction or some type of lack or or, um, not experiencing a promise of God yet and that victory, you do have to take a stand and not go back to a lack mindset. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I really, really like all, you know, I think you're really touching base on all those things that would in, imprison us. One is uh, religion. And that's what happened to the Galatians. You know, they, you know, Paul admonishes them to, to, to hold fast to the, to the, to the Liberty. Right. And he comes against falling back to the religious standards that were put upon them pre, pre, um, pre, you know, Jesus ministry or pre, you know, pre resurrection and, and, um, you know, institutional religion is one of those things that enslaves a lot of people because they spend less time in relationally engaging Jesus through the Holy spirit than they do focusing on the sin. And that's a real problem. And when it's sin conscious and sin focused, you're not thinking about fulfilling the promises. And, and, and I know you've, you've mentioned this many times, the promises in him are what? Yes. And amen. And that's in the Christ, key yeah. in Christ. And, and you have to position your thinking and your belief system in Christ. And, and you have to know those promises and you have to know where you're, whose you are 
in 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 where you are and in, in in where you're going. And I think most people when they when they get sidetracked through 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 problems, when they get sidetracked through through um, uh, religious duty duty. You know, I think they just lose sight of it, and 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 I don't think it it benefits anybody. And you know, the the letter to the Galatians is 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 an amazing letter in showing the simplicity of Christ and in 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 believing and receiving and holding to that true gospel. And that's what Paul is admonishing the Galatians to go back to the pure and true gospel, and which sets people free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, the salvation is not just being saved so you can get a ticket to heaven. Salvation means wholeness, healing, deliverance, all of that um, abundance that Jesus came to give us that he talks about in John 10 10. That is what salvation offers us to experience it in our soul and in our body. And, you know, I love where it says in Galatians 5 6 at the end, it says, faith works through love. And that has been the key component. When you talk about believing and receiving, it's receiving God's love for you and understand that you're in right standing. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and savior, you're in right standing with God. And there's nothing you can do to make him love you less, love you more, nothing that you can do to separate yourself from his love, but it's the, to to the degree that you believe and receive his love for you, that your faith is going to be effective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when you say that, it's so, it's so true. And, you know, if you go to um, Galatians uh, 5, 22, where it talks about the, the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. I mean, you're really defining the, you're really, what you're doing is defining the character of God mm-hmm. and really defining your born again character of who you truly are. And, you know, and one of the, and, and thank goodness, even though a lot of people struggle and, and have to work out their salvation and, and, and move toward freedom, you know, it says that, you know, in part of that fruit is faithfulness and part of that fruit is kindness and gentleness. And, and, you know, that's God toward you. God is love toward you. God, you know, his, his joy, his peace, his love, his patience, his kindness, all that is his, his, his characters, his his character toward you you know it's just not who you only are but that's god's character or god's god it's how god engages you with with through through that and and that's his his um he demonstrates every one of those um the every each one of those fruits toward you no matter where you're at no matter what you've done and there's always hope because god is so for you and it says that god is for you who can be against you and if you mess up you know what he's he's kind he's faithful he's he's he he and he loves his kids he loves his he loves people and i just wanted people to re-engage re-engage the lord and his promises through through that perspective of relational love and kindness and gentleness toward toward you i think all too often you know we move toward what the galatians did move toward having to perform our perform our way toward god and you know it's just the opposite we don't have to perform our way toward god we have to we just have to engage god from a interrelational way and 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 i think it's important that people really understand the if you look at the fruit of the spirit in galatians 22 that is the aspects of god that he's is how he engages you and 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 wants to be with you so i i think that's really important 
Yeah. And I think so. And I just wanted to just to clarify something when you said, work out your salvation, we don't work on getting saved. We work out the benefits of the salvation, that healing and wholeness and everything that, that Jesus came to give us. So, um, you know, it's interesting because I've been up uh, here in Michigan visiting family and I have three newborn, um, my nephews, each three of my nephews, each had babies. And so there's three newborns here that I've been helping, uh, watch. And well, I'm glad they're glad you're there <laughs> <laughs> all at once, yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah. Hey, Aunt Lori's in the house. Yeah. Well, it's more of grandma Kay's in the house, they can, but anyway, um, but it's interesting watching that, you know, the babies don't do anything to earn getting fed getting changed, being taken care of, but all the time and attention is focused on their well-being. And I just get this picture of that's how God sees us. He just enjoys watching us and being with us and seeing the new developments, the, the things that we're discovering on a day-to-day basis. And just the freedom we have in him needs to be worked out. We need to understand that. And so much of it is in our emotions that uh, we don't even recognize half the time that we're experiencing a bondage of some sort because we have not gotten free in our soul realm. And we have to uh, address that, not just what we have in our born again spirit, but working that out into our soul, our mind, our will and emotion using our imagination. And then it will physically happen in our body and in our lives as well. Yeah. Christianity is an inside out, not an outside in. And the Galatians actually reversed it and went from an outside in to, to perform it. And, you know, when you're born again, you have a born again spirit and and the working out your salvation with fear and trembling is, you know, I always like to say the fear is the reverence of God and the respect of God and, and the, the, the love for God and the admiration and to admire God and to, to engage him. And, and you know, just like you would a, a earthly father. And I think the trembling gets to the point where the flesh t- doesn't typically believe and t- the flesh has to, you have to drag the flesh with you when you're trying to work it out. I think that's the trembling, the trembling aspect. I mean, I, it's probably a thousand different, different um, interpretations of that scripture. And, and, but I always thought it was fear and reverence and love and kindness. And the trembling was sometimes your flesh just fights you fight. It sometimes your flesh fights to be, wants to stay, wants to stay a prisoner. And, you, you know, I think you just, we, we all have to work our salvation out or our freedom out and, and have to do battle against the flesh and old mindsets, old systems of thinking, um, whether it be institutional or, or, or lack mindsets, poverty mindsets. Um, I mean, you just go right down the list. Um, uh, you know, mindsets of, 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 um, you know, wrong identity, um, uh, I don't know. You just keep, you can just keep moving on uh, what people struggle with, Lori. Yeah. Just that fear of rejection or just that orphan spirit too. A lot of people struggle with um, feeling like they're all alone and, and no one is for them. And it's, it, you know, it, the key is it takes intentionality. It just doesn't happen on its own. You have to be very intentional to want to get set free. And I, and I think that's what's so important about Galatians five, one, it says, um, stand fast, therefore, in the freedom that Christ has already made you free. So you've got to know that it's already there and available for you, but it's up to you to walk that out and to 
really choose to believe his word and then start to experience it in a relational way. And that's where I always go to asking the Lord questions and helping him um, spotlight anything that you might not even be aware of, because it says that, you know, he unveils the hidden areas of your heart and uncovers those and shines his light to illuminate, to set you free. And so, well, we could talk a lot about that. I got one more thing I want to share. Yeah. If you're okay with that. I remember yeah. about 10 years ago, 10 or 15 years ago, maybe even longer than that, even before we went to Bible school, I can't quite remember, but you had a dream and you were in a jail cell and, and, and uh, the door, the door was open. And I think you had a dream that the Lord came in and asked you, why are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. 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 It was pretty powerful, quite frankly. He, he unlocked, opened the door and the door was never locked. You just, right. you just hadn't chose to step out of that cell. Correct. And I think that's, and that's a powerful real dream you had. And, and I think I remember that to this day that, you know, a lot of people are afraid of, you know, we always like that movie Shawshank Redemption. A lot of people just get comfortable with being in the same penitentiary of their minds. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great point. And that movie, he talks about being institutionalized and the biggest fear is when they are released after being a lifer in prison and they are released, they don't know what to do and they will self-sabotage to go back into prison because yeah. that's what they know. And that's just a, unfortunately a picture for what happens with, with us, because we don't understand what Jesus has made us made available for us. And we also live in walls of self-protection. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to be um, uh, transparent to where we can get the help. And so I know you and I have been beneficiaries of really seeking godly counsel, professional counsel to help us open up those hidden areas that we didn't even recognize because only a free person can set another person free. And so, yeah, that was a powerful dream, but it was also very much what you and I had experienced both in our past of not knowing how to break free because we only, you know, you only know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. So, um, the freedom that Jesus makes it's through that vibrant personal relationship with him and asking him questions and talking with him, dialoguing with him, because he wants to unveil that for you. So what would you say then to the person, what would be your word of encouragement to anyone right now that may be struggling with, they want to get free. Maybe they do have an addiction. Um, what would be your, your encouragement for them? I think you just have to, I think you have to go into prayer and I think you have to get into the word, but just don't get into the word to read the word, get into the word to, to have a conversation. All too often we read our Bibles to, to check the box or to try to get some type of um, uh, knowledge of it. And I think you have to take a different approach when you read the word. I think you have to continue in the word um, and you have to invite the Holy Spirit in to teach you what are you reading. You know, I always go back to the eunuch who was in the chariot and he's reading Isaiah. And it was it Stephen. I think it was, was it Stephen that ran up next to him? And he goes, you know, do you understand what you're reading? And he goes, how do I understand what I'm reading? Unless somebody teaches me. Well, you know, well, most of us are all like that, right? We don't, but, you know, the greatest teacher out there is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So you have to get into the word and you have to read it for an intentional purpose 
to understanding God's perspective and, and, and you have to do it in, with, in unity and, and with the Holy spirit, invite the Holy spirit into your, to, to learn from him. And, 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 and that's where you have to start. Okay. Awesome. Well, and I know we're going to talk more about that in the future. And again, a lot of times we're laying a foundation here because there's so much, you know, a lot of times people are looking for a formula for faith. Um, but again, what I just read in Galatians five, six, faith works through love, understanding God's unconditional love for you, believing it and receiving it. And then things will start to, uh, to work out as you get into his word, to know his thoughts, to know his ways, to know his life and really establishing your heart in those beliefs, not just, or beliefs, not just memorizing scripture, but really having it paint a picture on the inside of you to where you become that and your life is going to follow your focus. Amen to that. That's well well said. Very well said. Well, friends, that's all we're going to have for today. Um, And if you need help with, you know, personal mentoring, uh, just send me a message at Lori at lauriecasnider.com. I'll have that in the show notes. I do have a few openings left for one-to-one mentoring. If you're ready to go deeper in your relationship with the Lord and want to experience the joy and the freedom that he has for you to become all that he created for you, then reach out to me because I would love to connect with you. So in the meantime, I pray you experience a great freedom this month, not just this week, but this month, and really have your eyes open to all that Jesus has for you because you were created to thrive. God bless.